0: All right, like Jay Lings is the best player in the Premier League. We are back. It is the Box to Box Podcast. What about our boy, dude? He's back. Penalty. goal. Well, I guess he gets the penalty saved, taps it in. I mean, is it weird to say that Jesse Lingard is now likable again?
1: Yeah. I've never, I'm, <laughs> n- I'm never going to admit that Jesse <laughs> Lingard's like. Well, he did moonwalk on Arsenal. So. He's
2: less hateable, I guess. Then yeah, so I, I mean, guess just- you could say yeah, less hateable because I don't think you could get more hateable at the levels he was at. Like but yeah, I mean, twenty-seven dabbing for...
0: is now not weird anymore. I
1: don't know. I've, I'm, I'm sort of okay with it now. Props for him. They're missing the PK on purpose so he doesn't get all those penalty jokes. It's
0: smart. Yeah, counts as a missed PK, but then just you just get a regular goal. So but nobody Messi remembers, remembers yeah. the Everybody missed PKs. PK <laughs> Bruno should do that more often. Wouldn't get as much shit online. Sure. I mean, Messi guard is back. Um <laughs> God
3: damn it. Out of hibernation. Make that up. or Is that a thing? That's, huh?
2: that's definitely not a thing.
3: That's
0: actually a real thing. You go ahead and Google. I don't doubt
3: that. Uh, no,
2: I'm refusing. That a I'm thing. refusing. I don't. To I mean, that's
0: listen, thing. that's like the same as calling someone Pinaldo or Pessy. It's it's all the same. Bans By the food. way, Pessy
1: Pessi's the
2: worst one. Like, <laughs> like,
1: like you gotta have a, you gotta have like pen in it. Like you know, Pinaldo makes sense, but like Pessy just sounds stupid.
2: Bandes. I get it.
1: Uh, well, he's back, so that's good news. And West Ham <laughs> climbing up the table; they're in
0: fifth now again, pushing for Champions League spots. David Moyes and the boys doing big yeah. things. But uh, this we've is- been
2: saying for, we've been saying for what six months now that they're eventually going to start uh, <laughs> losing and regressing back to where they're supposed to be, but I just don't. There's no quit in them.
0: Yeah. So and that's talking West Ham here on box to box. So we're going to move <laughs> on now um, to bigger and better things. We've got uh, a weird show planned. we got a bunch of different uh, it's a smorgasbord. So trust us, this will be fun. Um, we're not necessarily going to tease it. Cause I want I want it to be a surprise sort of at the end, but uh, let's start here. I guess we have to start here quickly with the, uh, with the Manchester. with they're calling it the Manchester Derby guys. Um, <laughs> that's what, I, that's what I've heard that's around right. these parts. That's an inside joke for anyone that can get it Al Michaels on Sunday night football, I think was doing a promo yeah. for the, for the game. Uh, and, thing comes up clearly he's never watched a ounce of soccer in his entire life. And it's just like, they're calling it the Manchester Derby. And it's like, Nope, dude, that's what it's called. Like, literally, <laughs> that's what it's called. Um, so yeah, shouts out to him, but uh, United get the win. They beat city two nothing. And I think we were all just, it was, a, it was kind of a boring game. The whole thing, like there was no spice to it. There was no bite to that game whatsoever. It didn't feel like either team was really like city certainly didn't give a shit about it. it didn't seem like um, obviously an early penalty and then a later goal, but I mean, I, I guess we'll start with you here, Shane, because I. it was funny to me too, after the game, like they asked Kevin De Bruyne about it, he, he, it almost seemed like he didn't care that they even lost. Um, it's just an odd derby now these days, because it wasn't really, it really meant more for United than it probably did for City, even though they were on a 21 game winning streak.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's so fitting that KVB
0: is Kevin,
3: um, because it's just, he's just so boring. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, I, we kind of had a long discussion about this before. I mean, it, it doesn't clearly mean anything to the city players playing the derby. Um, for them, it's about, I think, really about Europe, and then that's clearly where their focus and their attention is. And it's about using the Premier League as a tune-up to get into the best form uh, and to figure out their tactics on their way to what is ultimately going to be a failed, you know, Champions League run. Um, <laughs> And
0: Are we sure about that? I, don't, I you know
3: Yeah. I, I mean I, I went at length. I don't think like I think there has been better iterations of this city team. My concern. I disagree. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: my m- I think my concern though would be I generally think football across Europe is down. Like I just think the quality is down like over the last year and a half or two. Yeah, because
0: because Barsa suck, Real suck, Liverpool now suck. Um yeah,
3: but even like there's just yeah I think it's the, the top tier really sucks and I feel like no one stepped up to fill that gap. You sucks. There. Yeah, like it's the aging out of the Messi and Messi and Ronaldo era and like you know all those players from that time are just getting older and we're waiting from Mbappe and the next generation to come up and fill the gap and so this is an opportunity and I wouldn't be surprised you know if this city team wins it it's and you know people but then be like oh is this such a great football team. And it's like, no, because having been there and lived through it, this isn't the greatest iteration of City. Not even close. I think this is maybe the, you know, the third or fourth best. Um, but yeah, I, I was confident going into this, weirdly. Um, and this is the frustrating thing about being, you know, a United fan this year is the Jekyll, you know,
0: Hyde continues from last year. Can I throw something out to you guys really quickly? And I tweeted this out. I think it's right. Like, it's funny. I think United are built, in the way of they're just going to sit back, play defense, and hit you on the counter. They're like built to beat City. They really, and they've it's shown, right? They beat City. I think they beat them twice last year. What, three out of the last I four think, times they beat th- City? I think
2: three out of, the, yeah, three out of four, or at yeah. least the three uh, away games, I believe, because there was a set that like always the first United manager to beat the win the first three away games to city or something like that because they did the double last year um
0: but it's it's crazy because i also feel like they're not built they're just not built to win the league though like this is also a team that had what one shot on target against palace the week before so it's just a weird mix like i don't i it's hard for me to get excited about united because yeah i think they could beat city but then i don't i don't take i never took them seriously in the title race this entire season
2: did you take them more seriously than you took tottenham's title races back in november honestly
0: i thought tottenham had a better chance and i was obviously wrong incredibly wrong (laughs) but i thought there was a formula there for like jose doing his bullshit and winning a bunch of one nil you know games two ones here and there well because
2: yeah because at one point like the major title contenders were you know united chelsea and tottenham to like man city and liverpool um and yeah you're right. like i'm surprised man united is still kind of here over, let's say the Chelsea or the Tottenham's or whatever, but uh, I think you're right. I think Man United's built to beat the teams who want to hold possession and kind of just overwhelm you with their possession and their passing and all that. But teams like Crystal Palace who don't want, like they're scared to have the ball themselves and like they don't want it and they want you to build up and try to do something. I don't think uh, United are built for those types of games to to really win those games uh, week in and week out. And that's how you win the league.
3: Yeah. I mean, the thing that's frustrating, um, you know, is continuing how is, you know, how do you fix that? And I think that it's an interesting discussion that, you know, we, we had, and it's been going on online is, do you fix that be, by focusing on the attack, by get bringing in Sancho to break those teams down, or do you fix it by, you know, really freeing up the rest of your team and covering that defense that you feel like can't, you know, cover teams on the counter so you feel the need to bring in more holding and more, a much more team that isn't going to be all-out attacking because you're afraid about, you know, getting caught on the attack. I mean, it's clear. Like, when we've played, you know, Ali now is undefeated against Pep in in the league. Um, They've, you know, traded losses in the League Cup, but, you know, we're 0-3-1 against them in, in the Premier League because we're very confident, you know, sitting back with our slow center backs and just being
0: like, yep, we'll sit here. We're fine. We'll hit you on the counter. Exciting stuff in the Manchester Derby. I don't know. It just it, there was just nothing to that game. It, was just, it just didn't. It didn't have any bite to it. It was very strange to watch.
2: the The most interesting, not the most interesting thing, but one thing that I've I've liked out of United this year is the signing, which I thought was going to be a good sign for them over the summer was Alex Stiles, the, the left back from Porto. It's just kind of brought a whole new level to Luke Shaw, and now Luke Shaw seems to be one of a a great left back in the league and i, I thought luke shaw was kind of uh going yeah, down yeah. ever since that leg injury and i don't i, I can't remember the last time um alex Hells got in game in
3: it's but. been a long time i loved seeing whatever entered luke shaw's body for that <laughs> run um was amazing i guess my question i actually be interested because i thought about this um and it I always comes
2: back to wingback play over here
3: but yeah would you do you think at this point Luke Shaw should start over Ben Chilwell and Euros?
0: Yeah.
2: Chilwell, what is has Chilwell year, done? Yeah.
3: I don't know. I don't think I don't think Luke Shaw will get that nod. I think
0: it'll be continue to be Chilwell. Really? Oh, I, I thought I thought I think yeah I think you know I think it'll, they'll because they'll probably put three in the back deal and it'll be Trent and him probably on both sides. Or that's kind of how I thought it would be. I think. I've just showell's a good player, but I don't know. I just feel like the hype is way over, you know, exceeding what the actual production is. Mm.
3: I don't know. I, I I am I kind of hope that Shaw doesn't go because I'm afraid he'll get hurt when he yeah. goes. Wow. So,
0: I mean, Luke is probably the best. I mean, you know, he's up there with like Lucas Dean and Robertson as the two best left backs in the league. I would probably say now, right now, in his form, he's the best left back in the league. So. Uh, I don't know. I mean, who knows what Southgate will do, but I think that's a, I think it's gotta be him over, over. I mean, Chilwell is still losing out time to Marcus Alonso at this point. So what are we doing? What are we doing? Right yeah. um, anyway, but uh, speaking of Liverpool, speaking of Robertson, we got to transition, Brian, this is your time to your time to shine, bro. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> sex, baby six. I should say um, all the, all the Klopp memes coming back to bite him in the face As Liverpool have now lost six games at home at Anfield. Um, which is funny that they broke Everton's record of a losing streak at Anfield. That is however many years old, because now I don't even know the last time Everton, when Everton played there in what, like the fifties, I don't even remember when they played there before Goodison park was built, but that record is now all Liverpool's after winning the title last year. And it kind of, it got me thinking, Brian, like, I don't, I kind of, I think they will be okay. Like, I don't think this is, this season's obviously a loss. I have no idea if they're going to actually finish in European spots. It doesn't look like they're going to based on this form. They literally cannot score a goal at home. Um, but i was thinking bigger picture like this really this really fucks up their plans for the future this really fucks up them them signing anyone this summer do you feel like this is kind of the end of liverpool's window right here because they're not going to be able to reinforce the squad like the way that they probably want and need to
1: well before i say that i just want to say breaking records left and right just saying (laughs) Um, great year for everton we're back i'd say the most exciting by the way most exciting part about this title this uh table race it was a title race was uh now every week i go oh man i really hope chelsea loses and now it's like man i really hope west ham loses so we can pass now i'm like man i really need villa to not win so that we can oh dude
2: welcome to mid table my friend yeah we have
1: fully entered mid table um and it's you know we're looking to we're looking to drop even more Pretty you um, sure you're going to be embracing mid-table and Europa League life. Like come but it's come oh, come it's to the us. Best. It's a great time. The water's warm. <laughs> We're going to be well, you know, if we can be the first winners of the UEFA conference, that's that's what I'm here for. Yeah. We'll be playing you know, the, Euro, like, yep. the Rio Aves in Portugal. <laughs> um the you know, the the low clubs in the low leagues, some random Croatia team. But um you know, I don't think be playing Hellas
0: Verona away.
1: <laughs> I don't think the window's over. I think um I I do worry a little bit about it closing, but I think I need to see a start of a season with our, like I said this before the pod, but our two most important players, Van Dyke and Henderson healthy, Um, any center back pairing healthy, and just quite frankly, a midfield of players that Klopp wants to be in the midfield consistently before I can write off them, you know, the window closing. But the one thing I will say, you know, as long as enough people shut up about Klopp leaving at the end of the window and uh, or at the end of the season and letting him do his thing for the summer is he's had a track record of being able to get players that aren't marquee signings and made them great. We saw it with Mane, we saw it with Salah, we saw it with Wijnaldum um, and a number of other players, Robertson at Liverpool. So I don't necessarily think we need to sign Mbappe to be good. Like, I think that there's a lot of players out there that nobody talks about for good reason that, you know, will come up um and could make an impact. So I, I just I need to see, you know, a new season with some health before writing off this window closing. Because at the end of the day, you can say what you want about how poor it's been for 2021. Klopp's still a world class manager. He still has the ability to be there till 2024. He's still going to attract talent. Um we're going to get players back. And honestly getting out of Europe and getting a little less run of games might be the best thing for us if we want to sustain for another year or two after this, you know, disaster of a season.
2: Yeah. Leaving Europe and just kind of focusing on the league next year can really kind of benefit you guys. Cause obviously just the less games, less congested mm-hmm. schedule, but Steve, you want to make a guess. I just got an intern notification. Nice. Uh, when did Everton move to Goodison park?
0: I said it was at the fifties. I don't
2: know uh 1892 okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> not quite
2: so, so a, a bit before that ago. Yeah, so, yeah yeah
0: yeah. all right so this is a over 100 year old record that was broken nice good job bro. like i said things are on the up for everton what's up people's club let's go we're back <laughs> sorry i appreciate you found that so funny i didn't know it was a joke <laughs> in there i got nothing it's just great okay sorry, all right I'm so good. moving on here's a, i mean let, i would say this just to close you're right. I think that's the important thing. Like if they're not in anything next year and they get this full squad back they're. I mean, the thing is like, does city run away with it every year now? Cause that's kind of what it seems like. It almost seems like last year's Liverpool team was a little bit of the outlier in that. It's not really about how good you are. It's about how, whether or not, you know, city has a down year. That's what that's going to determine who's the champion. Um, but that's a, that's a, that's a to be determined thing. We'll figure that out.
2: Well, it could also be the thing where we, I mean, we talked about our, uh pre-pod, but Chelsea finishing 10th and then finishing first the next mm-hmm. year, like finishing 10th. So you're you're not in any sort of major European competition at all. You get those t- you get, you know, one game a week, plenty of time to prep and get ready for it. Uh could really help you out when it comes to winning a yeah. league.
1: But I'd rather do um, I'd rather get back to have a, you know, not playing in Europe next year or whatever is left of Europe for some clubs. Um and not having the congestion schedule, getting back into Champions League the year after and then I'm not even necessarily too, too worried about trying to pass City out every year and coming first because it kills your team. We saw it happen. Mm-hmm. I'd rather secure top four, make a deep run in Champions League, and get that stability of knowing you're going to be there every year than really say if we're if we don't win the league, we're going to be in sixth and we're going to be only fighting for Champions League or vice versa. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, speaking of Champions League, Champions League is back this week, gentlemen, and uh, we were pretty terrible in our picks, I believe, which is not surprising (laughs) at all, because if you've been listening to the show for any number of like, you know, for a week two weeks you'll realize that we're pretty bad at picking games and picking things and predicting the future but we have used this to our benefit and told people to start fading us and we've made a lot of people a money shout out to you Bon. what's up um <laughs> so why don't we do this really quickly let's take a look there's four champions league matchups both uh, tuesday and wednesday of this week and we'll you know a couple of them are still pretty close and we'll, we'll kind of go over what we think and say who we think is going to move on the most interesting one of them all is juve who are in a two they're down two one right now playing at home against porto so I guess they theoretically they win one nil and they move on. Do they do they indeed advance here, guys?
1: Yeah, I think they do. As much as yeah. I mean, we all thought that they were sure things the first leg, but then they obviously weren't. But now I think they will. They have they have the away goal on their side.
2: They've yeah, the field. I think we all think they move on, but we're all rooting for Porto. I believe is anyone not? Shane? Always root for Porto. I don't know.
3: I like. I like rooting for Porto, but at the same time, like, I want to see, I want to see the American make a run in the Champions League. And I Mm -hmm. kind of just would like to see him get that experience, especially now he's got the long-term deal.
2: Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to
3: pull for Juve, I think, in this. Yeah,
2: I guess that's fair. The more West McKinney you get in the Champions League, the better everyone. everyone That's the only
0: conflicting thing for me. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously rooting against Juve, but I love Weston, but I think it would be interesting as I talked about last week, if there was no Juve, no Barcelona, no Messi, and no Ronaldo in the quarterfinal, because that's just, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's never it's happened basically in their existence. So uh, I think, yeah, I think, they, I think they probably eke it out. Like, I think it's one nil. I don't think they're going to blow them out by any reason. This Juve team's not that good. They're just not, I've said, I've been saying this for weeks. So it's not, a, it's not like a gimme by any, by any means, but that away goal that they got late against Porto was yeah. everything. Cause if, if this was two nil, I think we're saying it's going to be real, real hard to do that even at home. So. Uh, next one here we got is uh, BVB. They're up 3-2 at home against Sevilla. We all picked Sevilla to move on in this, and I guess theoretically they're still alive. I mean, listen, they get a nice little 2 nil win. They get a 3-1 win. Um, the problem is, like, they've obviously given away three away goals, which is a huge problem in them advancing. But is BVB seal this thing? What do we think?
1: Yeah, I think BVB does. Um, three, three away goals is just too much, and what that means is BVB will be able to counter – that's where they're at their strength i think that they can just if they can get a a counter a couple counter goal maybe two counter goals like the three away goals sevilla has to play for two goals on the road that's Mm -hmm. that's too difficult
2: yeah i mean sevilla playing for goals on the road is not what sevilla is built for uh and three away goals is just i think it's too much
0: yeah i would agree make that a clean sweep there um Next one is Liverpool. They're up 2-0 at home against Leipzig. Now, listen, you'd almost wish this game if you're a Liverpool fan was in Germany, but it's actually at Anfield, which these days is not a great place for it's Liverpool. Not, so, it's not at Anfield.
1: No, it's, 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 in it's in Budapest. A, oh, it's in Budapest. Budapest. So even better.
0: So you guys are fine. You're good. You're good to go. Man. <laughs> so then, if it was honestly, if it was at Anfield, that'd be amazing. I'd probably be more likely to watch this thing. But there's no way Leipzig turned this around, right? I mean, they've been playing better. I think they're second in the Bundesliga, right? But I, they've got to no they Turn this around.
2: No, Leipzig have four. I think maybe five wins in a row now. Um, they're playing good. Liverpool's obviously playing really bad. Uh, I could, I mean, I could see Leipzig scoring did, two goals here.
0: Didn't you pick them to advance, Mike? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So
3: there's
2: a little. I bit I could of
0: see
3: it there. happening. I could yeah. see it happening. My my warning would be this: as a team that you know played Leipzig earlier in the Champions League and. You know, beat them soundly in the first leg, and then came back to be surprised by them on the second leg. Yeah, watch out for them here on the second leg. I mean, I would like Liverpool to advance, but I'm I, I would not put any money on
0: either you know result happening. Don't let Leipzig score one. Just saying.
2: Don't let them get hot.
0: Um, <laughs> last game here really quickly is PSG. Now they're up four one at home <laughs> against Barcelona. The last time this, the, what was a couple years ago, they were up four nil in the first, but they had to go to Barcelona and lost six one. And what it was probably the most ridiculous game I've ever watched in my life. I think you could all probably say the same. Uh, difference here, obviously, is Barca's not at home. Barca's not as good. Do, do you give them any chance to come back against PSG? I mean, four one is is still pretty mad. It's a, I mean, three goals. I mean, it's it's so much to make up. The only advantage I guess they would have is they could theoretically win three nil. But how likely is that?
1: If there's one team that's gonna let it happen, it's, it's gonna be PSG. But I don't, I don't think so. It's like you said, Barcelona is just not as good as this year. It's, it's too much. What are you guys do. rooting for?
0: I'm rooting for and Barcelona because this... I picked Barcelona. I don't like PSG, but yeah, um, I don't I'll
2: like Barca for, either. I'll root for PSG just because I think Barcelona is my most hated team in Europe.
1: I'm honestly not rooting for either because whoever makes it past, it's not gonna make me happy. So.
2: Sure. I guess yeah. I'm not rooting for anybody.
1: Like, there's nobody. I don't dislike either of those teams more than each other.
0: Yeah, they're probably. Yeah, you're right. They're probably on equal, like, equal playing field as far as like teams I'm not really that into watching or don't really root for or want to lose. But I don't know. There's something about PSG blowing leads that makes me happy, even if it is to Mm -hmm. Barcelona and I don't like them at all. Yeah, I mean, I you got
1: to root for like the most the craziest result to happen. So like, if PSG loses five one, then like that's what we want to happen because that's would be hilarious. (laughs) It's uh, Club. <laughs> 6 1. Let's make it happen again.
0: Um, all right. We're going to do something a little bit different here before our best bets, as always. I know we, a lot of you stick around for that because it's basically free money every single week. Uh, but Shane had this idea. Shane, well, just like run the, like, run, I'm going to let you take the reins here because I don't even know where this came from, but we're just going to start naming our, our favorite goals, I guess. So I think, you know, one of the things that I enjoy is like we.
3: At the end of the day, like we have our favorite teams, but we just enjoy seeing good soccer. Like we've kind of fell in love with this game because we started playing and you know started scoring sweaty goals against each other, and then we realized that you know soccer is capable of you know the improbable and sometimes the beautiful and goals that just make us smile. So I think you know as people of our age, we like to find some clips um, of some of our favorite moments uh, and some of the things that maybe uh, we think that our friends haven't seen or maybe we want them to watch one more time either in good or bad faith
0: you want to kick it off then so this has this isn't something this is this isn't like you know your team it's just like a goal that you well i think we were talking about it in that like you it's, it's a goal that maybe you youtube a lot like if you were to somehow rank the, the amount of clips that you searched on youtube this would be your number one one um why don't you kick it off
3: yeah sure um do you uh should i share my screen or
2: yeah why not drop let me uh, enable it yeah give me the enabler Yeah, this is going to be great for the audio listeners. Well, I'll I'll narrate my
0: (laughs) I don't even know. Now we're getting into technology things. I don't even know how to share my screen. How do I do this? I don't know how to give you. Oh, there we go. You're good. We're back. Great content. What's up?
3: Sick. All right. Uh, I'll go full screen on the multi. Here we go.
2: Oh, here we go. Okay. What is that in
3: the background? (laughs) Nice. Um, all right, so we're going to 2010 um, Premier League, um, and it's oh, Blackburn, nice. yeah, which we love to see. And this yeah, get him back.
1: Shout out to Harvey Elliott.
3: One of my first uh, years really getting into the league, and I love the way this clip starts. And guess who we get to start off with? We're going into a throw-in. Look who it is.
2: Oh, man, <laughs> it's no. the tongue-filled joke. Oh, no. just <laughs> <Okay, this laughs> clip- he- you could stop this clip Umbro right hits. now. Yeah, Throws it is, in. Uh, oh, he's got a giant throw in.
3: There he goes. Of course he has long throw in. And this, I love this clip because we get Dimitar Berbatov who starts it off in his own half, kicks it to his boy Patrice
2: Evra. I think that's the most hustle I've ever seen out of Berbatov. But...
3: Then he goes, flicks it back. We get it back to Berbatov who then goes outside of the boot all the way to Nani. Nani drags it back. Berbatov calls for it, buries it, in which it is a game he scores five goals against a terrible Blackburn side. <laughs> but I love that because you see Berbatov. People accuse
2: him of being lazy, but he does the whole. I don't know what you mean by accuse him of being. I mean Berbatov is a lazy footballer. We all know. <laughs> oh. that.
0: Like you know, Berb- we don't need name calling. Okay, come on.
3: Berbatov much like Le- like just like LeBron did, he figured out there's only certain times I need to hustle. That's when I'm going to score a goal. Just
1: compare Berbatov to LeBron.
3: <laughs> I think it's an apt comparison. dude. nice. I think LeBron learned a lot from watching Demitar Berbatov play. No. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I I'm think sure, I'm you're, sure, you're I'm probably sure. right. Yeah. I'm sure
0: he has. You're probably right. <laughs> um, all right, well thanks for that illustration. That was amazing. Um, I'm sure the 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 listener listening audience is really pumped about that. Um oh, yeah. Why don't you, uh, Mike? Why don't you take it away? What's yours?
2: Um, so, kind of like going off of what Shane said, the for me the goals that always kind of stir up the most emotion are World Cup goals. Um, I think it's probably because we all started our soccer fandom watching the World Cup, you know, in 06 and then carried over to 2010, which is when we all got like really involved. Um, but for me, uh, I'm tra- I, tra- I try to stay away from the Arsenal goals because it's a different whole whole feeling there but world cup goals world cup atmosphere is just a completely different level than anything i've ever experienced or uh, dealt with in any other sport just because you know the world cup is so different um and for me the one clip that i always go back to is a giovanni van brockers goal <clears throat> for the dutch in 2010 against uruguay and he's a left back uh granted he, he did play two years for arsenal but never really kind of kicked on there and uh he scores from about 35 yards out Uh, Just complete laser uh, from his right foot, completely across goal to the top right corner. And I think it's one of the best long goals of all time. And it happened in, you know, I think a quarterfinal against Uruguay in the World Cup. And it's just, that's what the World Cup's about. These wild goals that are unbelievable and just so much pure emotion. Um, I must have watched this clip hundreds of times and it's incredible.
0: It's a good one. No it tell- No, uh, no video from you though. Mm, oh, out. I'm not gonna.
2: I'm not gonna put the video up. I mean, you, you guys have probably seen it. Um, I could send it to you later. i not gonna.
0: They, Speaking of people- lazy, guy, look at you <laughs> out here calling Berbatov lazy. You're not even, <laughs> gonna even show up with a video. You yeah. know what? <laughs> people don't forget.
3: And uh, that was with the Jabulani ball.
2: Hmm.
3: That that ball was. Just, <laughs> that ball did not def-
0: like defy any laws of physics. That ball had a rumble pack in it. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
1: <laughs> mystery- <laughs> Rumble pack. Wow. What a throwback. Um, All right, Brian, take it away. You got video for us or no? Um, To all the listeners out there, it was better not watching that video from shane because i don't think that video moved slower than berbatov most times it was played. a little bit
0: grainy yep, yep. um
1: we're being so i'm not gonna show a video and you know since since you guys sandbagged me and said we were talking about best goals when i thought we were talking about best moments is um <laughs> i'm gonna go with moments because oh. my one of my most viewed clips is um back to the world cup like mike said and it is uh nigel de jong's two-footed tackle oh. <laughs> Zavi Alonzo in the 2020 uh, 2010 World Cup final.
2: That was um, sick. That was incredible. Yellow card.
1: He, <laughs> he gets a two-foot tackle <laughs> on the high part of my boy Zavi Alonzo's chest and gets away with the yellow card in the 28th minute and solely because the ref did not want to give a red card in the World Cup final. This is the only reason why. It's an absolute brutal tackle. Um, it's a red card. It's a three-game ban. It's probably a five-game ban. It's Probably, a, it's an extended extended run on the sidelines for
2: any player now. He and went studs insane. up into his sternum is what happened. With two feet. With two feet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's just crazy. I
2: do respect the official not giving a red card in a World Cup, though. I mean, it's it's that's literally, literally the
1: worst tackle I hey. see. Hey,
0: we don't want the officials to decide the outcome. I mean, the guy exactly. didn't want to decide the outcome. I get it.
1: Yeah, and if we're going to go back to any goals, it's going to be Zlatan versus England, though that's that's what i watch is the bicycle kick from 35 yeah. yards yeah that was Which pretty absurd wild. and you are a lot time guy
0: well all right so i guess i'll i'll close it out here i'm gonna bring the video back here let's do it um hold on there we go boom you guys got this yeah we got it yeah let's i got go it. um this goal like it, it's not like technically amazing it's just I can't stop watching this goal. It's the Gareth Bale 2014 Copa del Rey final against Barcelona, where he just absolutely torches oh, Mark Bartra. Is this, runs runs
2: is this when he runs outside runs runs out?
0: He's basically like in the stands, like yeah, running. Yeah, yeah. And he j- it's 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 not even like a great I mean he, you know, I think he nutmegs the keeper and it's fine, but the run is just so stupid. Like this is just prime bail. and this is why last week when I was talking, like Bale to me was probably more even even more than Messi and Ronaldo, like my favorite player to watch because he's so ridiculous. Like look at this; it's just insane. Like Bartz just not even that unathletic too, and he just blows by him and just nutmegs the keeper for a goal, two-one win, Real Madrid win the, win the trophy, and it just makes me miss. And we've gotten some of it recently, but it just makes me miss when Bale was Bale because he was so electric, and his technique was so great. And he's just like this kind of, he's just this Scottish dude or this Welsh dude who's just like running out of his mind. He's so fast. And I just kind of miss those times. Like I miss playing with him in FIFA. I miss him not being hurt every other game. I miss Jose Mourinho and not sitting him on the bench every other game. Like I just miss those times because I just feel like that goal, like you could talk about technical brilliance. You could talk about like shots outside the box. A lot of times, like I think sometimes there's a lot of luck that goes involved with shots. Like this is just pure dominance over another human being, period. Um, and you don't see that a lot in soccer. And that's why I like this goal a ton. And again, it just makes me miss prime Gareth Bale.
1: I don't love hearing many- uh, Shane laugh at uh, Ancelotti's not making any emotion. Yes. It
3: it, the, the best part about that is, yes, like his, his ridiculous speed, but it's also so many other things that are happening around this. Like, it's like, like 10 right. yards outside the
0: touchline. Like it's insane. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's, he kicks
3: and, it like and 30 yards away from
1: himself. <laughs>
0: It's just I just love watching that. I don't know. I just like I love that that guy's that fast. He's that fun, and uh that's why I still have him in my top ten of most exciting guys to watch. So
2: you don't see too many keepers with braids these days either. Dude, so
0: Jose <laughs> Manuel Pinto. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like like
2: was gonna say watched... I didn't know who that was, but that was like Victor Valdez. I'm like, did Valdez have? I feel like Mike braids? and I, oh, and I, I bought,
1: saw that now like somewhere when we lived together. I think we did too.
2: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember
1: seeing, and it, it was just crazy. That's a wild run. If you haven't seen it, go look. It's just, it's it's unlike
0: any goal. I just, it's just, again, pure dominance for one guy over another guy. And Mark Bartsch is not even that bad. So, but he's
1: uh, honestly like history. Shades of Alberto Moreno versus Tottenham a few years ago. All right. Well, I'll settle down. Or is <laughs> <laughs> he now like it? Valencia or something? I don't even know what hell. Yeah, sure,
0: Villario. sure. Killing it, killing it um all right well thank you for indulging us there and and looking back at our history and we're doing that because this is our last box-to-box show i know sad day sad day it's it's the last box-to-box show because uh i'm i'm starting a new position soon i can't i don't know if i can necessarily reveal it yet but you know i don't know stay tuned i guess but i'm not gonna be allowed to do the show uh anymore it was a lot of fun bringing this thing back It was a lot of fun talking with you guys and just kind of shooting the shit we appreciate all the the loyal listeners who are also angry FIFA players. A lot of you have joined are our, our, in our league right now, which is equally as annoying. I'm pissed off. I'm coming off of a terrible draw to Shane that I'm still mad about, which is probably why I'm in a mood in this podcast. But uh, it's been fun. It's, it's been fun doing this. It's certainly been fun doing the show again. And uh, even though it's coming to an end, we're still going to be doing our picks, our best bets, because we know, yeah. again, guys like Bond, basically, you know, he, he pays his rent this way by us giving yeah. out picks. So we're going to keep doing that on Twitter. Make sure you follow us at Box the Box Show. So without further ado, guys, like what order do we go in? Because we... I I was terrible last week, so maybe I should—I should probably pick last, I guess, because I've been awful recently. Even though I still have the best record, please but, let me go first.
3: Plus, well,
2: Sh- 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 you could go first. But I did just want to say, yeah, we're going to keep our Discord and our tournaments going, as well as our Twitter and stuff. Like, we'll still be commenting on games and everything, but we just can't really uh, do the podcast moving forward. Yeah. I ruin everything. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no worries. Um, uh, see, uh, you know what? We're, we're used to you just ruining all of our fun anyway. Yeah,
0: so I'm basically oh. the burp of the podcast. I'm just and <laughs> I decided and that to mean, that push. would be... Wait,
1: first of all, that's a compliment.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm, if it's, I'm if okay it's anything it. like
1: our last break, we'll pick it back up in like the late 2020s. <laughs> yeah, like 2023
0: will probably be around. Like, check us out then, maybe 2024. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll,
1: we'll
2: see, see what happens when uh, the U.S. is hosting a World Cup and we're just all over the map, just going to every game. <laughs> For sure. Um, and we got a double
0: dip, by the way, this week. We have a midweek, and we're going to do midweek Champions League picks, right? Although I think we have some Europa in there too, and then we're going to do weekend, yeah. uh, weekend EPL picks as we always do. So another double dip, another two pack here. Shane, I guess, kick it off. You want to go first? Let's do it.
3: Um,
0: yeah. Don't let me get hot. Um... <laughs> um... Your record is absurd. <laughs> what are yeah, you shit. like? Six and nineteen.
2: Uh, seven and 19. <laughs> okay. Right, moving on up in
0: the world.
3: There we go. That's
2: one, two in a row, though. So, oh, yeah, yeah, don't hey. let him get
3: hot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think. Pretty soon he's going to be nine and 19. If we're, if we're going. Pretty soon going to be seven and 21. I'm closer to like 14 and like 21. Right. Um, that, eh, I don't, I don't it, let's hear the picture I don't want to hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But regardless, I'm going to keep it simple. We're gonna take um, the Yellow Submarine Villa Real um, straight up uh, on Thursday. Uh, we like them going into Ukraine and taking um, the win in the first leg uh, in the Europa
0: League. Mm. Not a lot of uh, you know picks of the team in like the team going to Ukraine. You don't usually yeah, pick that. You don't, usually a tough one to go. like that one. <laughs> um, but uh, hey, well, well listen, you said we, so I guess we're, we're we got your back on that one. I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
2: who's next, Mike? i will support it. Uh, yeah, we'll stick to Europa League because I know uh, going forward, you guys are both in Champions League. But Europa League, we'll stick there. Um, my boy Shakhtar got me two wins uh, the past two weeks, but I'm sticking away from them. I don't like their draw against Roma. Lucky for you, Steve. Uh, but I will take Arsenal against the depleted Olympiacos team. Um I know there's some history with us from us losing to them last year in the Europa League. But I think mm-hmm. their starting center back is actually going to be... Uh, Socrates against us because I, oh, I don't think anyone else is healthy. And I'm going to say that bodes pretty well for Abameyink to get in behind and get a goal, or and uh, we'll take it.
0: It bodes well for Olympiakos to have just a world class center back. Or yes,
2: yeah. <laughs> or anyone so- that knows or, how to shut down yeah. Arsenal? Or Socrates somehow turns into Prime Maldini and just yep. just so look forward. Yeah, look forward to that <laughs> happening for
1: sure. Maldini um, turns into Prime Socrates. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll take
2: take Arsenal minus 105 to just get the win uh, in Athens. Nice.
1: All right, Brian? Um, Yeah, going back to what we were saying earlier, I'm going to take BVB over Sevilla. They're plus 120 at home. They don't have to win. They just have to obviously draw, having a 3-2 advantage. But like I said a little bit, BVB is deadly on the counter. I think Sevilla is going to have to press because they need away goals, and that's just going to play right into BVB's hands. I think we'll see. I mean, Holland's guaranteed to get a goal. Um, Should I make that your best San- bet. With Sancho, Sancho too on the break, I think that's just going to be enough for them to at least take a goal lead, go win. How about uh,
0: over the weekend, by the way, we got the, uh, the Dirk Klassiker on big ABC –
1: Oh, love coming out of the coming out coming out of
0: the gates. We got a uh, we got a Holland double, but Holland brace right away, and then Lewandowski just right in his face hat trick. Boom, four <laughs> like four two turns that thing right around. Byron classic, just do what they do. Uh, but I heard it was they were to see calling that. it their classico though. D- their classicer, dude. Don't worry that's about it. that's what they're calling it. That's what that's I've heard that. Some people are saying that. I'm not sure if that's the official title, but some people are saying it. Um, I'm gonna close it out here. I'm gonna do Champions League as well. I'm taking the under. Both my picks are unders, which is just probably because I hate myself, but I'm taking (laughs) Juve and Porto. I think that's going to go under two and a half because I could, I see that being a one nil two nil. Like I don't even think Porto scores. I think Juve are going to, I think they'll do enough to get out of this. And I just, I I just, you know, even if it's one, one, like I just don't see a lot of goals being scored in this game because, and especially if it's tight late Juve, I don't know. Like I just don't trust this Juve team to score a a late goal if they need it. So I see this being like maybe, you know, Juve gets one early and just kind of sits back and, and, and ends up, you know, handling the tie from there but take the under two and a half there. So that probably means it's going to definitely go over and Ronaldo will probably score a hat trick.
2: Yeah, McKenny with the hat trick, you mean?
0: Yeah, true, true. Um, and I guess I'll just take, I'll just go reverse order here. I might as well yeah. give my other one. This is going to be our, our second uh, pack here. This is going to be the weekend of EPL action. Give me Everton Burnley under two and a half. I just feel like Burnley—they're going to sit back. This game's at Everton. Everton struggle to break sides like this down. This has this has Everton dropping points written all over it as well. So I could see this being a nil-nil, a one-nil to Burnley, but over under two and a half, I think that's a I think that's a lock. So give me uh, give me that. That's going to be a miserable game to watch too. So I look forward to that on Sunday.
2: Yeah, coming from someone who just watched Burnley last weekend, it's just the the worst thing about soccer is just yep. watching a Burnley match. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, speaking of uh, really fun matches to watch, I'm actually going to go with Palace <laughs> over West Brom. Uh, that's going to be... A, I you just trumped me right there. My God. Yeah, we're going right to go... Right my with, face. My best bet is over, is probably under five shots on target, combined <laughs> both teams. But no, I'm going to take Palace, plus 106 at home. Um, they just got smacked by Tottenham. So what we know with teams like Palace is they're really good at bouncing back. Um, but I just have no faith in West Brom especially on the road fair. Um, they're just so bad uh palace at least has some talent i think that they they should be able to win this game i think they'll bounce back and beat uh big sam's side
2: I I want to see, those teams. But... i want to see someone who has faith in west brom that's what i want to <laughs> yeah. that's, that's who i want to talk to uh yeah when uh, it comes to, yeah when it comes to bets i'm going to go uh back to the well for my picks here and take uh Man City to win and shut out Southampton at minus 105. I think after losing to United, uh the city that we've come to know in the past 3 months is back, get the clean sheet and probably put in two or three goals. And at minus 105, I think that's that's an easy bet to take. That is the Mike special. He's back.
0: Yeah. Yep. I like that. Shane close it out. Keep um, that hot streak rolling. <laughs>
3: uh I didn't Love chancing fate here, and I was wanted a little more time to see if Southampton might be turning things around as they get healthier. Um, but I'm going to go to them uh, as they got um, plus uh, one eighty against Brighton at home. Uh, Brighton has you know continued to struggle to find the back of the net. Uh, I you know I trust Danny Ings to bury one uh, against their south coast rivals and find a way to get all three points. So Southampton uh, at home money line.
1: Hmm, Daniel's Danny gonna to be tough, uh, scoring from that hospital bed this weekend. <laughs> I don't think he's playing, right? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's I sorry. think he's out. Yeah,
3: great,
0: sweet.
1: i well, are not, not even gonna bring up the sneaky fact that Mike drops a Wednesday bet for the weekend.
0: Oh, you did? Wait, is it I was wondering Wednesday?
1: why Southampton was on there. I was
0: like, oh, we got back to back Southampton picks.
2: Oh, yeah, you I, mean, know, I, I like, didn't see they, would they were on fucking Wednesday.
0: <laughs> You would do this. On our last show, Mike, you have to just ruin it for everyone.
2: Why are they Wednesday? I, that mean, oh, God, that's that's my mistake. We got I strikers did not... that
0: aren't playing. We got teams that are playing like a week beforehand. This is classic box. <laughs> didn't do box our here. homework on the
2: last pod. <laughs> yeah, We just kind of dialed it in here. Um, I did not see they were playing on a uh, goddamn Wednesday, which is in two days. Um, <laughs> Some good math right there. Yeah, I... I, I, I I guess I mean, said, I that's, that's the pick. Pick. Mike's got a double mid maker <laughs> here. All right, we're back. Great. I can't wait till we're I can't wait till, my, till <laughs> my weekend, my weekend pick is before my midweek pick. I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait till we lose our yeah, as Shane
0: said, we're gonna be out on a weekend pick on Wednesday, which is gonna Wednesday midday. <laughs> cool weekend
2: shop james
1: ward Prowse curler from thirty. He's have to, to lose watch lose west Rock crystal
2: palace god damn it <laughs> okay how about uh, how about this how about this i'm gonna switch it oh some spice okay i'm gonna do the same thing i don't know the odds right now but oh it's it's plus 105 manchester city to beat fulham and shut fulham out here it's we plus go 105 so we'll Mike just switch it over to, to that We'll just you know switch I don't over like there. that bet,
0: but okay. The game's tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The game's Thursday, crazy. Uh, okay, all right. So, we had a quick audible there at the end. Yeah. We got a striker that's actually hurt who is probably yeah. not helping Shane's bet either because we're all Brighton <laughs> family. Mike and I are Brighton fans on this. Show, oh, huge. So, um, shout out to Graham Potter Ball. but um,
2: yeah, that'll do <sighs> it, it. So, again,
0: make sure you follow us at Box to Box Show. We'll keep doing our bets every week because we do we like literally do this, like every single week we do the parlay with the friends, and we haven't hit it yet because we suck. But we appreciate everyone who follows hey, along. Got, got close, la-
2: got close last week.
0: We did get close last week. That was my bad. I mean, it was close, but you drew and I lost. So like technically, hey, a- we were a- two one and one. Wasn't that a push great, is fine. But a push,
2: we we still take home the money. If
0: you're you are correct, you are correct. So I guess I'll just go fuck myself. But yep. on, the, on, the, uh, <laughs> on the on the on the last show. So bitter today. <laughs> I'm angry because of my because of the FIFA game. I'm just I'm still angry. I'm not gonna lie.
2: FIFA you want to shut it do down you wanna, the 90th minute? You can't be giving do You want to quickly like, uh, vent on that? Do you want to? No, I don't. About-
0: I don't want to talk about in- it anymore. I hate playing FIFA. And you don't you know, want to talk
2: about the inter slide down the table here.
0: I don't want to talk no. about it. We'll be fine. And Joe will figure it out. Don't worry. Who uh, says
2: so-
1: higher inter or or Liverpool. Actually,
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably a pretty good question. Um, but uh, stay tuned to find out. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But uh, all right, guys. Uh, we seriously, we appreciate everybody listening for our last show. Um, I know this has been kind of wild, and the shenanigans have been good, but it's been really awesome to see like the community that follows the show and how all you guys kind of like, you know, obviously have become friends with us in the Discord and play the stupid game that we play called FIFA. But uh, can't thank everybody enough. And yeah, like I said, check us out in twenty twenty four because we may be back. But until uh, yeah. next time, guys, we'll talk to you. Yeah.
2: cheers, boys.